Grand Rising, and welcome to Untethered with Low. My name is Lauren Calway. I'm your host. I am a certified business coach. Uh, do a little bit of life coaching, uh, marketing, event planning, social media management, graphic design, women's retreats, um, all the things at this point. And today I have a guest with me. Tristan, you want to say hello and introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Tristan McNeil. I'm actually a commercial real estate broker licensed in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. Um, I'm with the High Capital Group, a small independent uh, firm that's currently affiliated with a large firm, um, you know, with my partner, Dwayne High. And we provide various advisory services, consulting services, and investment sales services. So, uh, Lauren, thank you for having me on. Um, I really appreciate it and look forward to our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And so today I'm going to read from the John C. Maxwell's The Maxwell Daily Reader. It's 365 days of insight to develop the leader within you and influence those around you. And so um, today's topic is focus on the big picture. And the excerpt goes, on an October evening in 1968, a group of diehard spectators remained in Mexico City Olympic Stadium to see if the last finishers of the Olympic marathon, to see the last finishers of the Olympic marathon. More than an hour before, Wobi and an Ethiopian had won the race and lots of cheers went on. But as the crowd watched and waited for the last participant, it was getting cold and dark. It looked as if the last runners had finished, so the remaining spectators were breaking up and leaving as they heard the sound of sirens and police whistlings coming from the marathon gate into the stadium. And as everybody watched, one last runner made his way onto the track for the last lap of the 26-mile race. It was John Okawar from Tanzia. As he ran the 400-meter circuit, People could see that his leg was banged up and bleeding. He had fallen and injured it during the race, but he hadn't let it stop him. The people from the stadium rose and applauded as he reached the finish line. As he hobbled away, he asked. they asked why he didn't quit as he was injured. And he said, my country did not send me to Mexico to start the race. They sent me to finish the race. He looked beyond the pain of the moment and kept his eye on the big picture of why they were there. As you make the success journey, keep in mind that your goal to finish the race is to finish the race, to do your best that you're capable of doing. Be more than just be more than just a racer today, be a finisher. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty uh profound story there. It is. And I literally have a story like that. I was a pretty avid runner for a while. It started when I moved to Myrtle Beach and was doing like five, tens, eights, halves. And I was about two years ago, I think now, I was on my second half marathon in Alabama. And um, I had... I was at mile nine and my foot just started to hurt. I mean hurt so bad and I didn't know what was wrong I just was in straight pain and I had made really good time but obviously now I was in pain I was like my foot walking on it I just was like I was losing it I was losing all the time that I had made and so I'm crying because I'm in so much pain (laughs) 
And the police, I'm the last person. So the police are like, Hey, we'll just, you know, you seem pretty hurt. Like, we'll, we'll take you back. And I was, I looked and I was like, I didn't come all this way not to finish. <laughs> so I walked five miles and probably the last 0.5 of a mile uphill. I'm bawling my eyes out. This girl's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I have no idea. My foot, something is wrong. So this woman ends up walking me up to the cave because we finished the last 0.6 of the mile. We actually ran 13.7 miles that day. Um, Oh, wow. The last 0.6 of a mile through a cave. So she got me up there, walked through the cave, sat down before I left the cave. But it's the same story where it was like, I didn't come all this way not to finish. And even though I'm hurt, like, can I just make it through? And I ended up finding out I had a fractured foot. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know that that's, that's my life right there. It's crazy. It was crazy. So what do you think you learned about yourself in that situation? Uh, number one, I'm crazy and I will push myself to make sure I finish things that I start, especially things that, you know, I'm really excited for, you know, like, I will work through the pain um, sometimes to accomplish my goals because I know that in life, that's how it is sometimes. Sometimes things are uncomfortable. Sometimes things are painful. Um, sometimes things are tough and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're great. They're perfect. Things are flowing. Um, but I've always been a fighter. So it's uh, one of those things for me where this was just kind of a natural and normal thing for me. So I was just like, all right, bet. Let's do, let's do this. <laughs> Right. No, that makes sense. I think it's one of those things where it's the, it's like everybody has like little goals, big goals, you know, stuff like that. And I think trying to remember like why you did it, right? Like, well, I could quit, but then it's like, okay, if I don't finish this, what's the, the next thing I'm going to quit, right? Yeah. And so like for me in similarity, I think we know how you always have a lot of ideas, right? You're like, yeah, I'm going to start something or I'm going to read this book. Or do whatever, and I know for me historically, I've I had I had issues in the past where I would start something but not finish it. I would start something, not finish it, move to the next thing. But the reason why I wasn't finishing is because like my goal that I had originally changed, and instead of actually seeing through something and saying, "Well, what did I need to learn through it?" It, it always felt like I wasn't accomplishing things right, yeah. and so I think that's a it's a pretty good kind of similarity as it relates to seeing things to the end yeah well so like being a coach even yesterday somebody had made kind of a post about like you know what is acceptable for like taking care of ourselves and feeling like we're not failing and and that kind of concept and it kind of goes along with with what you were saying where at the end of the day like I tell a lot of my coaching clients that if we set a goal or an intention and you're constantly not meeting that, you know, can you detach yourself from the expectation and realize that maybe it will come back in the future for you to achieve and do, or maybe it's just not meant for you. And can you just be unattached to the fact that some things we start just are not meant for you long-term? Maybe it was a season because it got you excited, got you motivated, um, gave you an inspiration to do something else. Um, So like trying to teach people that like, you know, even to, to just, be detached from the expectation. Um, that day when I went for that race, you know, I probably wasn't in the best shape of my life with the running. I, I don't think I did a, I hadn't done a a marathon, a half marathon in a year at that point, but I had ran a few other races, but 
Right. I had just got done getting done with a sprained ankle. <laughs> like, I had no business probably being out there. Um, and so it taught me a couple different things, you know, like stop rushing the process, take your time. Like if your body's not ready, don't do it. Like, um, oh, yeah. like a multitude of things. But um, at the same time, um, you know, it's okay to not always succeed. You know, and sometimes you choose the biggest lessons. But I know for me with that race, I drove all those hours. Um, I was getting ready to go through a cave. I didn't really want to miss the cave. I think that was the biggest part of it. Um, (laughs) I drove all that way to run through a cave. I really wanted to finish. That last hill was like the killer, though. It was definitely the thing. I mean, it was steep. I mean, everybody cried going up that hill. (laughs) was not fun um, Look, I, I know that it was but it's like it can i think it that represents some level of life though too like so for example um like where my mind is on a lot of things right now is focusing on like what's in front of me mm-hmm. opposed to trying to figure things out and have them figured out right like so a lot of stuff goes into me and my partner building out our business, building out, you know, where we want to see things over the next year, interacting with people and things of that nature, opposed to trying to put a dollar amount on something, right? Like we need, obviously we have to make a certain income, but it's like, we need to have a certain thing opposed to, well, this is not short-term. This is like a long-term thing. Like if we want to see certain returns, certain aspects on our business and continue build relationships, then these are the tasks that we got to do every day. And so I think we have an equal balance between, okay, what are we doing today? You know, okay, or in the, what, when are we spending time, you know, with our family? You know, when are we when are we committing to working more hours and plans? And so like right now, with some of the stuff we got going on, it's like, hey, we're going to do some business development during the day. But during the evenings and the mornings, because there's certain things we're trying to reach, we got to do self-development, and you know administrative tasks either in the morning or the evening just because of you know it's just us so and but we're committed to that and i think it's like when you have an equal level of commitment as well as a um someone that's going to also hold you accountable so i'm pretty sure you know while you're a coach you're you're some of your people that you have better relationship or more deeper relationships also look at you as an accountability partner right like did lauren you didn't text me this morning what happened you know, or it's like, are you, are you, are you alive? You know, we, we didn't hear from you. So they look at you, you know, as a coach, a friend, you know, a con, uh, you know, a concierge, whatever, you know, so. Yeah, it's important to um, like have those people around and it's um, it kind of like you said, you know, the overview of the thing is to see the bigger picture and, and it's important for us, like you were saying, to make sure we're, we're pouring into our cups And I kind of said it the other day to the girl that made the post that, you know, even if you don't, if you're pouring just a little bit in the cup that you want to focus on, you're still pouring into cup to fill. Right. So you're always making some sort of progress. Um, And then having those people like her when she made it is just reminding her of like, hey, you're still filling the cup, you know, and having those people around that you can lean into. Um, I was talking to, I made a post about it. My one friend had reached out to me. She's on the American Cancer Society board with me. And she asked me to come meet and work and on a Saturday, because she knows I work all the time. 
And so, <laughs> so I was like, yes. And, you know, just sitting there and having someone to talk with, not always about work, but just like to talk and chat with while I'm working, spending quality time, like having those unit of people are important because they help you stay focused. They help you stay seeing the big picture. They help you stay like on track for your goals. And I try to remind people again, like just because you're, you take a day off, doesn't mean you're not achieving anything. You're, you're achieving taking care of yourself. <laughs> just one of the- exactly okay. i think and that's and that's i would say that's one of the hardest things for me to do is like i i, I feel like once you figure out what you like really enjoy doing and love what you're doing like, you know, but i know that i'm a workaholic into a sense because i'm always thinking about you know let me go into my tank is on e yeah. probably bleeding past e with the light on and i'm you know delirious about the past i don't know what's going on anymore right but it's like, I'll get a few hours of sleep and I'm back up at it again the next day. Right. But, you know, I, I know like I struggle turning my brain off, you know, when it's when I don't have anything to do. It's like, oh, well, this is weird because I'm used to doing something like even when I go on vacation, it probably takes me about a day and a half to like really kind of accept that I'm on vacation. Now, I might not be on my phone that first day, but it's just like, OK, you know, let me slow down. And then when I get back or like toward the end of a vacation, you know, you get that itch, like, all right, you know, I need to make sure to let people know I'm back, you know, I'm back in the mix, you know, back on the phone, stuff like that. So, but I don't know, maybe that makes, maybe that makes us crazy. Who knows? Uh, no, no, not one bit. I think, you know, I think there are different levels to people, right? And it doesn't make anybody better than the other. I just think some people have a little bit more of a will and a strong determination to really stay focused and go oriented. Um, I know from like my upbringing, I didn't, you know, my parents always worked and I always saw them like motivated to keep moving forward in their life. And I think that instilled in me, I've always been a very strong willed human being. <laughs> um, but I too, uh, you know, I go out of town. I, I believe in making progress in all the things every day. So you can see me get up at the crack of dawn, get my workout in. Then I might take an hour and talk to God. And then it's back to doing a graphic or working on a website. And then it's Lauren's outside tanning or going for a walk or going for lunch. And so my whole day is this variation up and down, but it fits all the things that I need for me personally to feel satisfied by the end of the day. Sometimes I wish I had more work done, but at the end of the day, like I've gotten a lot accomplished. I'm just, uh, I'm just extra. Oh yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm the same way. And I think it goes back to your point as it relates to, you know, obviously you can't fill every cup every day, but it's like, what, what do you, what can you get done? That's, you know, most important that has holds the most weight or what's your money making activities, et cetera. Cause I'll give you an example. Like this week, I knew it was going to be a short week. Um, you know, I got a lot done yesterday, today, you know, we're in the field again, but like tomorrow, the rest of the week, you know, I, I, I'm going to be limited availability because my daughter turns two on Friday. So I'm going out of town and I'm like, I've already committed that time, yeah. uh, from Wednesday to this week. So it's like, okay, knowing that, and again, it's like one of those things, inevitably, I know somebody's probably going to call Thursday, Friday, or something's going to come through like, oh, you know can we go do this today? Or like, you know, with, with our properties, can we go see it? You know, we got an interest. So it's like, but it's like, all right, you know, while the excitement level is there, it's still knowing that you have this cycle of things that's going to happen and you just kind of take it in and say, you know what, hey, look, you know, we're, all, we're out of town. We'll be back. You know, let's schedule some time, you know, things like that. So it's just a matter of finding that balance and 
kind of sink into your morals, right? Like, you know, one of the things, a lot of times people say family comes first, but, you know, do they truly hold up to that, right? So, and I think you just, if, you, if you're able to display that day to day, um, no matter what the situation is, I think a lot of people will more gravitate towards you, your business, um, because they realize that you're authentic opposed to, you're not just talking, you know, you're actually acting on how you, you actually operate. So. Absolutely. I mean, practice what you preach and preach what you practice is definitely one of my favorite sayings. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, rather, I always tell people, I don't really like to talk. I like to walk. I like for you to watch me and watch what I do. And that's how you know kind of who I am the best. Um, but um, I know like kind of like going back to the whole family oriented, you know, I was a single mom. So my family orientation was me being out there working some days and working a lot to take care of my son. And then other days that's spending all my time with him. And um, I think, you know, we as a society just have to let people as let people do whatever looks good for them and not yeah. mental on the factors because you know, everybody functions different. Everybody thinks differently. You know, everybody needs different things to satisfy themselves. And I'm a big, uh, big on the mind, body, and spirit, like doing something each day that satisfies those three things. So that way your business can thrive or the activities you're working with can thrive. And so, you know, like I said, first thing in the morning, I get up and work out. My body's gotten satisfied. Next, I talk to God. My spirit's been satisfied. Um, and then my mind, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm creating content, working on websites. So that actually satisfies not just my mind, um, mm -hmm. my business as well. And so I'm a big um, advocate for just doing those things and then try to, I try to do them two or three times out the day, you know? So, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, and as long as you're able to do it like stress-free and things like that, it's one of those things, like it doesn't feel like you're, you know, you're, you're working too hard over it or you know that you feel like it's strenuous or something like that you know how you have, like yeah. if you were working in a job right like and you know you didn't like that job or you didn't know that you hated it or whatnot when it's time to get up and go to work in the morning you're like Ugh. you know you you're, you don't feel the energy you're just like well i'm just going in to get this paycheck and you know try to get something better but you're not taking like action mm -hmm. on like what that looks like and so i think about it from that perspective is you know, I'm big on not making excuses, right? Like we all get in our own, you know, ruts, we get in our own feelings, we get in our own way, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I'm also my own, like if you, when you get to a point where you're your own competitor, nothing else really kind of matters at that point, right? And so, you know, when people, and everybody's situation is different, so I never like to throw anybody under their bus or minimalize anybody, but it's like, you know, you hear it and like, being a single parent, you're like, you have a lot of people that say, well, I'm a single parent. I can't do this. Or I got to, you know, I got to fill my time doing this, this, and the third, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe that, that might be part of that's probably true. Like two things can be true at the same time. That, but you can also chase depending on how you allocate your time, right? So nine times out of 10, if you're not homeschooling your child, then that time when they're in school, that's hours where you don't have to be a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, getting up a little earlier before they wake up, that's hours where you got time by yourself. And so I think a lot of times, you know, us as a society, we'll make an excuse for the extra time that we have and be like, nah, that's my time to decompress. That's my time to rest. Great. You got to make time for that too. But at the same time, if you want something bigger and better, 
when are you going to, you know, put yourself out there and say, you know what, even if it's 30 minutes a day, right? Like maybe, you know, to your point, you have a goal of running that marathon, right? You got to start somewhere. So maybe I'll get 20 minutes and then that 20 minutes, you may find out, all right, well, you know what, I'll do it during lunch and I'll just eat, you know, as I afterward, right? So I don't know. I just, it's just interesting. And that's why I love talking to people about like their work ethic and their day to days, because once you hear someone else's work ethic, that's like super motivational. Yeah. Because you know it's possible. And then you hear kind of where they came from opposed to where they're at now. And I think a lot of us always look at somebody as to what they've accomplished opposed to the work that they had to put in to get there. Yeah, absolutely. I um I was just saying it to myself yesterday that, you know, with my one client getting on the ballot for running for mayor and some of the nonprofit work that we're doing with one of the things he's on the board for and I'm on the board for and I'm like other client, you know, I was like, I'm gonna probably have to spend the next few weeks being really busy and putting in a little bit of extra time um, just to make sure I'm getting all content created for all clients, posting, hitting the, you know, political events I have to hit for him, you know, and just making sure I'm getting him out there more. And so sometimes you have to um, tighten up and you have to work a little bit harder and a little bit smarter and that's okay. And I think if we can just lean into that ebb and flow of life that like sometimes it takes more and we should be willing to give it that, um, I think, you know, success really comes, uh, you know, just keep showing up and doing the right things. And uh, when you get the break, I always tell people I'll sleep when I'm dead. People laugh at that. <laughs> um, because for me, you know, they're like, when do you sleep? And I'm like, I get like four to five hours a night, like five, you know, and I'm like, and then I'm ready to go. Let's let's get things done. Um, yeah, I, I realize I'm so the, it's funny because like with sleep, because again, like I'm always thinking about like what's next or what I need to get done the next day or like how is my short term and long term stuff playing in a factor of what I've done. Like I'll go to your point to four or five hours. I'll do that consistently, you know, for like two, three weeks at a time. And then like it'll be just a random day that I just crash out. And I'm like, well, you know what? It's done. Shutting the computer down, shutting everything down. I'm about to get these 10 hours and then those 10 hours feel like I got 40 hours of sleep so it's all in it's all about what you believe that your body can withstand or what you have yeah. the capability of doing and it's like and you know and not trying to be too pressured by anybody right you know everybody gets things done at their pace and you know I used to have this well not necessarily theory I used to try to follow too many different philosophies like oh well you got to get up at five and you got to do this stuff like that. I'm like, well, I actually do better work at night. Like I, I don't do good work at, in the morning. I like my, my creative juices are at night. So mm -hmm. I can work at night from like a nine to 2 AM and then wake back up at seven and be ready to go, you know? Right. So, but, you know, I think it's just one of those things where you just got to have to find your flow. And I think that's the beautiful thing about like having faith in what you're doing is if you if you believe in what you're doing, you just got to have the faith that it'll happen, you know, if you continue to put the work in and, you know, without trying to, and I think the biggest thing is I don't, I know it's hard for a lot of people to not do this, but, you know, I, I look at every day as a new day. You know, I don't really think, I really don't worry and stress too much about anything. Like obviously the feeling of being overwhelmed sometimes comes across, but 
like the thought process of trying to worry about this, worry about that, you know, worry about stuff that's not happening and stuff like that. I'm I'm pretty even kill when it comes to that. And it's it, it's taken a while to do that. And I think that comes along with just having a certain level of patience for things as well, too. Absolutely. And kind of going back, you you know, you're right. Not one size fits all with people. You know, we are all very different and you just got to like play around with all the concepts and then see what satisfies you. I mean, I know for me, I used to get up at the crack of dawn every day, loved it. Um, and, uh, many of my followers know, you know, I lost my dad, my grandpa and my stepmom within this last year. So, oh, wow. I, um, this last and two months ago, I had lost my stepmom. So w- I've changed, you know, I need, I actually sleep in a little bit more, um, <laughs> or slow moving to get up, you know, and I'm hopeful that I get back to my, my old schedule. Cause I loved it. But right now I'm in this nurturing phase of like, when I, when my body feels or my soul feels like it's ready to get up and get moving, I'm just trying to honor it. And so just reminding ourselves, like, you know, we ebb and flow and our seasons change and our workflow changes. And like, we just need to be kind of like I talked about with a client the other day on the podcast where it's like, you got to just meet, meet yourself where you're at and just like, you know, stay dedicated to like whatever feels right. And, in, and in, in that season of your life. And so um yeah I love that I, I like most, def- most definitely and I think you know I think I forgot where I heard this at but a lot they say like you have to, not necessarily not always tragedy I think it's more of like a major life event like when you're still trying to find yourself and I think you know I've heard some people say you never really find yourself you just continue to evolve some people say you kind of just really you know find your lane but a lot of times people say that doesn't happen until either have like a major life event or something to where not to say that you weren't um that you weren't didn't have gratitude before but it's like one of those things where um you just it opens you up for a little bit more things right like you're looking at things a little differently you're you're showing a different level of appreciation and things like that and so it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of cool as it relates to um, just different aspects and kind of how it opens you up. Like I know for me personally, um, you know, my, so I have, I have a brother who got in a motorcycle accident a year and a half ago and, you know, he almost died in the motorcycle accident, Mm -hmm. but he ended up uh, losing one of his legs. And so I was actually one of the last people to see him with two legs because we were both getting a haircut at the same time. And it happened like 45 minutes after he left from getting his haircut. Mm. And so that kind of met, that kind of messed with me psychologically for a while, because it was like, you know, things can happen so much, you know, so quickly in life. But, you know, I would say he's probably one of the most positive people that, you know, I know that have come out of a situation like that. Like, most people would have probably, I and mean, he said he's experienced a little bit of depression and stuff like that, but, you know, you would have never thought that this, you would have thought he was born like this, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't really change his outlook on life. Yeah, and that's nice to hear because, um, you know, my dad lost his leg during COVID, uh, God rest my dad's soul, but, um, you know, it changed his, it changed him completely, and, um, you know, he's a little older, so, you know, mobility and stuff is hard to get back sometimes. But um, sometimes when we go through those things, it really does shift us. 
And, um, you know, I definitely had hit some down slumps where I couldn't show up for my business and some of the things I was going, um, working on because I just, I didn't have the energy, you know, and this world doesn't give you time to grieve really, you know, you have to keep up with life. So that way you can support yourself, your family. And so what I learned to do was just let whatever be, be. And, um, you know, I, um, wish my dad would have maybe given a little bit more to oh, life even after, cause he still had a leg, but, um, he also had stage four oh, failure. So I know that it was a challenging time in his life to kind of be going through all that at one time. So, um, but yeah, I just think that if we keep moving forward, you know, and just kind of be okay, like it, when my life hits the fans and which it does often, you know, it just, I'm like, all right, let's just get, let's just get through it and see, you know, who's showing up, how, how I'm showing up, um, what can I handle? What can I manage? And then I try not to be again, just too attached to anything anymore these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's one of those things where, I look at every day, you know, as a new learning opportunity, um, just being able to interact with people, um, just having gratitude at the end of the day for that, what was accomplished each and every day. And just like knowing that, you know, the, the longer term goal, you know, like you said, chipping away um, each, each, each day, each week, each month, knowing that you've accomplished some things. And I think sometimes we don't, um, sometimes I think we kind of lose sight of that, right? Like, yeah. um, I forgot who I was listening to. It might have been like Steve Harvey or something like that, where he was talking about, obviously, as people, you know, we may get a certain amount of money and then we're like, okay, we're trying to focus on, okay, how do we quadruple that? Or, you know, you may live, a, you may drive a certain car or be in a certain house and you're like, you, at this, when, once you get it, you're you're fixated on how do I get to the next opposed mm -hmm. to kind of just appreciating where you're at and like looking at okay what about it to get this and so a lot of times with so how we move in life we're just so moving so fast that's like oh yeah this is what i was working for and you're not showing appreciation for what you're working for like yeah give yourself a pat on the back like you may not be the billionaire that you're trying to be at that moment but you're still working towards it right and i think if you have that attitude around you know being grateful and you know knowing that you still can get to your goals even whether you've reached them today or tomorrow like just kind of having that positive mindset will will get you there and it'll, it'll 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 feel a lot differently as well too absolutely and it is it's hard when life isn't going the way you expect it to you know and that's kind of leads into the thought of you know watching your expectations you know having fluidity and flexibility in your mind to know that, you know, things can go as you want and things can go completely opposite. And just knowing that as, as a lot of the spiritual people like to say, it's all happening in your best favor. And so some of those setbacks are to, you know, remind you that you're working towards something and to remind you to be grateful that you're working towards those things. But it can be hard to um, to stop and smell the roses, especially when you have big goals and dreams and taking a pause, um, taking breaks, going on vacations, um, you know, spending quality time outside, uh, working out, reading, you know, all those things are great ways you can take a break and uh, appreciate you, yourself, your time, your family, um, when you're constantly working hard towards the things that you want. So um, yeah, today's a great topic and, you know, keeping that big picture, you know, what, do you, what's the big picture, you know, for me, the big picture is freedom, 
happiness, peace, um, stability, you know, so my big picture of my life, I don't really know how or what I'm doing or what, you know, what it looks like other than those words are what I want to obtain as the big picture of my life. Um, does it mean having a big house? I don't know. Like at the end of the day, I'm always just fluid and flexible towards like whatever, whatever it looks like. But those key terms are what I want to feel and experience and everything else that comes with it is just whatever the painting looks like, you know? Oh yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, a lot of it comes down to, you know, things that you like and, you know, where you want to be and things like that. So like for me, I, I realized, and I was telling this last week, but I'm more now about um, convenience over compromise, right? So if I have the ability to do something, I'm going to do it, right? Um, and if I can afford to do it, I'm going to do it. Or if I can use my leverage for like a deal, I'm going to do it, right? So prime example, um, my nephew was competing in the Taekwondo um, AAU national championship or national championship for his age group um, last um a couple of weeks ago in Fort Lauderdale, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I was able to do is I just had my, I always try to fly on miles using my cards if I can before flying on, before paying for my plane ticket. I just bank them and then just, you know what, this is my travel for the year. Yeah. And then eventually if I got to pay for them, I'll pay for them, right? But so I had switched up my flight a couple of times because there, the competition committee, um, was changing the schedule up. But one of the things that I did was I had a mile to basically fly from, you know, Charlotte to Fort Lauderdale, which is in a long flight, last minute, and get a first class flight for free. And so normally with my credit cards and my status, I generally either sit in, you know, if I'm flying Delta, you know, Delta Comfort at a minimum, and then, you know, get free upgrades to first class whenever it's available. But one of the things that I, one of the goals that I had set for myself a while ago was being able to get up and move like when necessary travel when I want to be able to book that trip on the go. Now this, this situation didn't equivalent to that where it was like, Oh, I feel like going to New York today. Let me just hop on a plane. But it it just made me sit and think I'm like, I was just, I literally just booked a plane ticket in 24 hours and didn't think about it. Right. Packed the bag. was gone for a couple of days. And I'm like, that's one of those things where you just stop and think and like, hey, you said this, you wrote this down, you know, years ago. Maybe expected or anticipated, but this is one of those situations to where this is just one of many to come. So it was just something I had thought about, regardless of money spent or not. It was just, just having the access and ability to get to that point um, was kind of what made me sit back and think. Like, wow, you know, that's something that you actually did. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And it's, it's, it's big. Like I going into the celebration of all the little things and all the medium and all the big things, like just start to celebrate more, you know, celebrate every chance you get, um, celebrate other people, every chance you get. That's one, a big thing of me. Like I, when I see a friend has published a book or, you know, finished a race or done something like just celebrating 
celebrate, you know, there's so much to be uh, celebrated in this life, not just for yourself, but for others. And I think, you know, when we start celebrating ourselves and then we start celebrating others, it just really changes just our mindset. It just changes, um, you know, our willingness to connect um, and opens us up for better connections and relationships. And those create opportunities and those opportunities can create friendships that come with accountability and growth and all the things. And um, it just makes the picture bigger and our way to achieve our goals and dreams uh, more stable and exciting, I think so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and I tell people that all the time, like, celebrate the so like celebrate yourself, you know, always treat yourself, you know, even if it's a small win, like, I think a lot of times, simple, simple happiness brings a lot more joy than people realize over time so even if it was you know as something as small as you got i don't know you know you got that call from the client that you didn't think you would ever ever talk to over the phone you know maybe it, it may not necessarily lead to you know the deal actually getting through but that's a win for that day because you got you finally actually made it through right you're not it, it, it it took you what maybe six months nine months to finally have a conversation and you don't know where that conversation will lead to ultimately but it, it, it's those things and you know if your way to celebrate is going to starbucks and you know normally you might get the the grande drink but today you're feeling good so you're gonna get that venti drink you know with that extra side of espresso you know do that and you know without thinking oh man that's an extra dollar that I spent, et cetera, you know, just kind of let go and enjoy that moment. Absolutely. And I love that. Just go enjoy, you know, just be present with the moment and have no worries if you can. I mean, worrying doesn't really solve anything. So just be grateful, find gratitude and in, in all the things. And so uh, I know you are have like, they have to hit the road. So I just wanted to see if there was anything else you wanted to share. And then um, if there was anything outside of just this conversation, if you have any events coming up, um, if you have anything you want to just kind of throw out there for others. To know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just want to just want to say again, you know, I appreciate you for extending the the invite and just, you know, allowing some time for us to, to sit down and just chop it up. Um, I think, you know, we don't do that enough as people, um, you know, just again, just conversating, talking about things and just being vulnerable with one another, right? Um, I don't really have much going on that um, I can promote. Actually, uh, something I can't think about. Uh, so I'm also a uh, member of Phi Beta Super Fraternity Incorporated, um, and I serve as the first vice president here for our local chapter in Charlotte, uh, Beta Rho Sigma. And we actually have a book bag drive coming up um, on August 3rd. So we're taking donations um, from there. Um, if you want to donate a book bag with school supplies, it'll be going toward West Charlotte High School and a few other schools. Um, you can always send me um, a direct message on like Instagram or email, um, you know, I'll give Lauren the information so she can drop it in the notes. But my Instagram is uh, Tristan the Broker, one word, and then my email is the same. So T R Y S T A N T H E uh, Broker B O R K E R at gmail dot com. Um, and then we're also doing a mobile food pantry um, event, volunteer event on August tenth. And so the mobile food pantry is done through the Salvation Army. Um, a second harvest food bank in which uh, basically families that 
are in smaller food deserts or the inability to, you know, kind of get those groceries they need. They can come through and they'll get, I think it's like a week's worth of groceries and stuff like that. So um, those are a couple of big things that we, we, we've been working on for a while. But, you know, like I said, I don't really have any other topics that uh, we can go through today. Again, I just really appreciate the conversation uh, that we was able to have today. Yeah. And um, thanks for your work in the community. I will definitely get your uh, links and stuff like that so they can contact you. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, I just appreciate the time. I get a lot of women on here, so I even appreciate even more so having a man and just having great conversation. So, yeah, um, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, for everybody, for listening today. Um, when you hear this, it will be Wednesday. Um, uh, but when we record it, it'll be Tuesday. I always give away the secret. Kind <laughs> 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 of always be transparent. Um, but I'm just grateful to have this moment with you. And Tristan, I hope you have the best blessed day. And uh, I'll talk to everybody soon.